Listener discretion is advised. Fucking bullshit! Coming at you from the deep south. <laughs> You're tuning in to the obscure thoughts of Big Chile. Keeping it spicy, sticky, keeping it dicey. And loco, keeping it cool, but not so icy. You guys are fucking weird. Oh yeah, we're chilling. So anchor in with the anchor app. Sick! Go five dollar ass down from me. I thought I told you that we won't stop. I thought I told you that we won't stop. And let's get motivated, medicated, and intoxicated. Get in the mind state. You're listening to State. Of obscurity. What with your boys? Alright, everybody, welcome back to another episode of State of Obscurity. You already know it's your boy Big Chile, and I also got with me uh, Sticky. And um, unfortunately, we got Alex is out. I mean, if y'all listened to the last last episode, y'all know that Alex was uh, planning a trip, so our boy Loco is not joining us today. But uh, either way, yeah, he said, "Fuck us, man." He said, "Fuck this podcast, (laughs) fuck all y'all." Yes, if y'all didn't tune into the last one, y'all didn't hear none of that, so y'all y'all should have tuned in. But nah, I'm spoiled. But yeah, safe travels to um that boy Loco. Oh yeah, yeah, he'll be back. Vegas. I want to go to Vegas too, man. I want to go to Vegas, but. I don't know, bro. Whenever I plan something out, it just don't end up as as like you know as I planned it. It bro. just shit just ends up getting in the way. More than anything, it's money that gets in the way. I like think if you were planning, I think if you plan ahead, like maybe you just let's say you just play for a hotel room in advance, or you book a hotel in advance, and then you're like, well, exactly. I'm gonna buy these tickets, like maybe a year in advance to the date that I want to. I'm thinking about taking a vacation or whatever. And then you're kind of committed in a way to be like, all right, nah, I mean, I already paid for this shit, so I'm going to go do it. No, you're right. You're 100% right. I think that's the problem that I procrastinate too much. And I'm like, last minute, I'm like, fuck, I wanted to go over there. Let me try to do it right now. And then I'm like, I'm just too flooded. I should probably start opening up like a little, um, what's it called? Like a saving, not a savings account, but like, um, what do they call it? Like a little piggy bank. Mm-hmm. Where I put in money, where you know, for shit, future shit. Yeah, to the side, you just like shit, you might, or just like fun. You just make like a little, yeah, there you go. Fun fucking fun. piggy bank where you're like, I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna treat myself, I'm gonna like build this up for fun. a year, and then yeah. I'm gonna go and treat myself. Yeah, I need to get, I need to get something like that going for me because I'm super, super fucking disorganized, and I'm not that disorganized, but I'm I'm like below average. If I if I'll put a, a number to it, I'm like below average when it comes to organization. I feel you. I'm like that too. I've been trying to get better with it. That's why I'm trying. I'm giving you the advice that I've been trying to do myself. Is like, just do it in advance, bro. Because I I was the same way. True. Just doing shit last minute or. It's like if I wanted to go to the concert, I'd be like, I'll wait. And then, boom, i try to wait till like a week before I get some tickets. The most sold out are super expensive. <laughs> exactly. And if I would have just bought it when I had the chance to, that would have been a good price. So that's what I've been trying to do. So we recently, um, what I've been up to, I know I've been bitching about work, but I'm going to update y'all on that right now. Is, um, I mean, I really, I don't know what the fuck happened. I don't know. Like today I went in and it was a fucking, 
I didn't have a bad day at all. I was like kind of up. I was really just ready. Like last night, I got drunk as fuck, kind of. But mm. I woke up ready to go to work. I don't know if it's that fucking spring forward daylight saving shit or what. But I woke oh, up. Yeah, we lost an hour. Oh shit. So yeah, I was. I just woke up ready. I went in and I actually got off on a decent time. My route wasn't terrible like Sundays usually are. But there was a couple shit. There was like everybody was kind of like venting to me this morning about some shit that happened yesterday because I didn't go in on Saturday. And they were like, somebody came into work and he didn't, um, he was just kind of feeling like I was, I was bitching about the podcast. He was just sitting, he was like, man, I'm not feeling it mentally or physically today and all this shit. And I don't know what the fuck happened, but they say, um, he had called back and he was like, I don't think I can do this. And they're like, okay, um, we're going to come help you. And they're like, where you at? And this dude hadn't left the terminal. So he was sitting in the terminals for like four hours. He was just sitting there in the parking lot. Mental with like a hundred, yeah, he was had like a hundred some sh- packages on his truck. Fuck. And so yeah, they had to deliver it. They had to get a couple people. I, I mean, I guess they knew not to call me, but they had to get like four or five people to come into work and start helping them do all that shit. So I don't know. And then somebody else, this other dude, lost his keys at work. He lost his car keys in the fucking terminal, and he was kind of pissed off because. That he, I guess because he took the van home, he had to bring it back. And then they were like, well, since you're already here, you might as well just give you a ride. You ain't got your car. You can't get home. So why not just work? <laughs> so he was pissed off. Yeah, he was pissed off about that. He was pissed off, bro. He was pissed off because they basically gave him the same route, and he don't like doing that route. It's this dude named Big E. This dude's been doing this route for like 10 years, and he can do it like nothing. When He trained me, and when he did the route, he didn't do nothing. He just put it. He just literally threw all his boxes on the truck, and then we just went off like that. And he was able to just mm-hmm. fish through the shit. He knew exactly where everything went. And so somebody like him is easy for. Her, but this guy, he got a, he kind of got the van like I got. We got like um, like rental vans. It's like some fucking fluid rental vans. So they're not. They're still not the official FedEx trucks, but they're bigger yeah. than the fucking U-Hauls, and you can put a lot of shit on it. So he was just pissed off. He was like, "Bro, I didn't get off until ten to uh, last night." Damn. So, yeah, it was a couple of people just having, I don't know, I guess they were just feeling, like I said, feeling the way I was feeling, but something yeah. about today, I was just feeling okay. And um, um, so Friday I went in and we're, I was trying to go to a concert. We we're trying to go to the um rodeo. They're having a Houston, yeah. Texas takeover, whatever, the rapper concert for Bun B. And so that day I was trying to rush. I went in early and I was just trying to be optimistic. Like, oh, well, my boss had texted me, um, what was it, that Thursday night? And she was like, can you work tomorrow? And then my dumb ass texted her back, like, unfortunately, no. And I guess she had, she didn't realize she had texted the wrong person. That, and so, I, so yeah, I told her no. And then they were over here calling me and shit and telling me, like, no, nah, you're supposed to come in tomorrow. You're supposed to come in tomorrow. So I was like, <laughs> oh, shit. So I just, I eventually, I just went in. I went in that morning. I didn't text nobody back. I just showed up. Yeah. I was being optimistic, though. I was like, hopefully they don't give me a shit ton of packages so I can get to this concert on time and, you know, enjoy myself. I got you. So I did. I went in and I got there, and bro, it was the most I had in a long, like all week. I had like 165 fucking packages that day. Oh shit! So yeah, but luckily I finished. I finished early. It wasn't like I had because usually when I have a hard time, it's like I have county roads, I have a bunch of businesses, I have apartments. But this was just strictly all houses in different neighborhoods, like different little sections in Pearland. No so no apartments, no businesses. So I was able to knock it out at this. I mean, it took me about four hours, but I knocked it out. I got in there. I fucking got that shit out. And yeah, I was able to go to concert. And luckily, she gave me that Saturday off, too. So it all worked out. So 
I guess that's what really meant. It's like, I mean, I guess that's just what's really helped me get a fresh resetter. It's like, all right, I was able to do what I needed to do. I went into work, did what I needed to do. I was able to go and enjoy the concert, which I'll tell you about this rodeo shit, bro. You ever been to rodeo? No. Bro, definitely. You I suggest. Me, fucking uh, loner, fucking. Should have invited you. That's on me. But next time, I was, I was, at, I was uh, with my daughter, so I probably wouldn't. Have, okay, I understand. You know. But next year for sure, we're gonna go to the rodeo, bro. Because just the the food alone at the rodeo is fucking. Shit's kind of expensive, but I think it's well worth it. Shit's delicious. They have all type of weird shit. They had like a pineapple bowl. They had, I seen them have like a. I don't know if it was a hot dog, Fruit Loop hot dog or some bullshit. Damn. Yeah. Oh, they deep fried it or what? I don't know if it was deep fried. I didn't even go that way because I was like, I'm not eating that. They had deep fried Oreos and cheesecake and shit like that, though. See, that's the bomb right there. Deep fried Oreos? That shit's good. That shit was delicious. My ass, bro, my fat ass. I hadn't eaten all day. So I, I, I ran that route with 160 packages. All I had was a bottle of water, like a one liter of water and an energy drink. So I was just running yeah. off that shit all day. Yeah. You know, <laughs> and so when I got to the rodeo, it was packed, bro. We was in traffic for like at least an hour. Um, yeah, it was crazy. They shut down the whole. Well, at least when we got there, I feel like the parking lot was shut down. Like nobody could park in the parking lot no more. So we had to go kind of like find an extra parking lot that was shuttling people to the rodeo. Oh, yeah, yeah. So we did all that. And, you know, like I said, we got there. We enjoyed the concert. It was all the Houston rappers you can think of. There was Bun B, fucking Slim Thug, Chameleon there, Paul Wall's birthday. Mm. Um, Latoya Luckett's birthday. It was it was dope. They had and they performed a bunch of shit. ESG was there. They performed oh, all the fucking H Town songs. Yeah, they performed all the H Town songs you can possibly think of, bro. But Bun <laughs> B, you know, he was out there and he was just like, "This is the best night of my life" and all that. And they made history. They really made history because it was the most packed I've ever seen that fucking Reliance oh, Stadium, bro. It was fucking jam packed. Everybody was jamming like a motherfucker. I mean, this fuck. is the first year um able to attend, right? Since since COVID. Yeah, definitely. First, this is the first time the rodeo came back since COVID. So everybody yeah. was hype, and then it's the first time they had a concert like that at the rodeo. So it was definitely a lot of people came out for that shit to celebrate. I think if you if you come to Houston, that's definitely one of the things you should probably come for. Cause any, I can't really think of anything else. But at the same time, I'm talking, and I'm the one that don't even go out. But nah, but you're right, bro. Because I was else. thinking about that. Is they don't have we don't have like Astro and shit like that no more. So <laughs> yeah, exactly. And even if we did, it wasn't. I mean, it was it was cool for us as the locals. But to travel out of town just to come to fucking Asteroid is not that fucking special. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I guess you're right about that, but. It was, like I said, it's a definitely an experience. You should definitely, if you come in, come to the rodeo. Because, yeah. I, like I said, I highly recommended the food after we got at that concert. It was fucking, the walking was terrible because it was so packed. It's like we were trying to walk <laughs> at that bitch, but nobody was walking nowhere. People were like all up on each other. It was crazy. How, For a second, I thought people were going to get trampled. Huh? How was the people? Was there any, like, you know, or people? Because I, like, I, in the crowd, yeah, was anybody crowdy or, I mean, rowdy or, like, any. Like, in the stadium? Or... Okay, so somebody did brush the stage at the end, but Bun B, he was like, boy, what the hell are you doing? Get, get, get his ass. And then he, he kind of embraced him. He was like, wait, 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 bring him back, bring him back. <laughs> He's like, fuck? nah, we're not going to do that tonight, man. We're going to, this is a celebration. So he just, he literally just embraced the dude. He hugged him. Oh, shit. Then, okay. Yeah. And then, he well, was you know just what? Like, that type of thing, like I get it, but at the same time, I feel like you're giving the person a good. They're gonna want to do it next time too, because they're like, "Well, last time I got a hug out of it." Well, so. that, I mean, everybody he got to understand. Like at first, Bun B was like cursing him out, like this motherfucker. What the fuck is he doing? 
Yeah. And then he was like, you know what? Tonight's not that type of night. So that's true. So I bring him back. He told the security to bring him back on stage and he hugged him. That's and cool. So they make him think, yeah. I mean, hopefully next time they do won't do something stupid. Maybe he was just so emotional about it. He's just like, man, I love fucking Bun B. I want to go on stage and fucking really see this motherfucker up close. But it was yeah, dope yeah. as fuck. But the crowd, it was cool. Nobody, I feel like, I feel like everybody was just in the same vibe. Everybody was vibing to the music. Everybody was just celebrating the shit. It was having a good time. I didn't see nobody really getting into it. No fights or nothing like that. Not at least where I heard. I don't know. Maybe some did happen, but I didn't see none of that. I didn't see none of that. I didn't hear none of that. It wasn't, didn't seem like, it just, like I said, just walking out the stadium was kind of hectic because it was so many fucking people trying to pour out at one time that it felt like we weren't moving at one point, trying to walk down the fucking Reliant. Like, you know, well, I don't know if you've ever been to the Texas Stadium, but they have, like, this little, they have, like, these ramps. They have an escalator and ramps, and the ramps were just jam-packed. Like, nobody was moving, so. Shit. It took us about 40 minutes to get down there, though, and then we finally got to the food, and I was like, man. So, everybody coming out the stadium, they're going straight to the food, and all the food lines were packed, but I waited in line. People were out there doing Cupid Shuffle and shit in the lines while waiting for the food, but... (laughs) I got out there. I got a burger, cheeseburger, and that shit was fire, bro. F- cheeseburger got some grilled onions on that bitch, some fucking bell peppers, and mm. usually I like to lather my shit in ketchup, but I just ate that bitch straight up. And that shit was good. <laughs> some ketchup. And then um, I was like, man, I was just hungry, bro. So I went out there. I kept going. We kept walking. I was like, oh, they got pizza. I got a fucking slice of pepperoni pizza. Ate that shit. Mm. And then I was still hungry. I wanted to get. They had a um hot Cheeto cheeseburger. My fat oh, ass wanted to eat that hoe, but that, she was like, I'm sorry, we don't have that right now. Uh, there was some nigga walking, though. He skipped everybody in line and asked him if they had bacon wrapped turkey legs and shit. She was <laughs> like, no, uh, no, I don't know what you're talking about, sir. He's like, where the fuck can I get the bacon wrapped turkey legs? What the fuck? <laughs> but, um, yeah, so I ended up getting some tater tots with some Cheeto dust sprinkled all over that bitch. Like tater tots and cheese with hot Cheeto dust sprinkled over it. It was fucking delicious. And then y'all, my fiance, too expensive or? I got one drink in the stadium. I got two beers, and there were fucking. It was twenty dollars for two beers. So. Oh shit! Yeah. Was it the top boys at least, or was it just a fucking red solo cup? It wasn't even that. It was just a fucking bottle. Oh okay okay damn it's the price of a fucking six. Yeah, bro. Exactly. So that's literally that's all we drank while we were inside, and then (laughs) we um. She got oh, some for sure pregame. Yeah, exactly. I would suggest pregame it before you go up in there. Yeah. But yeah, it was a it was a cool experience. I definitely recommend a rodeo to anybody that ever come to Houston during that time. During this like March, February time. Highly recommend oh, yeah. it. Yeah. But yeah, what about you, bro? I know I was talking for a minute. Unless you're about to ask me something, what's up? Nah, I was just gonna say, yeah, you're right. Even even me that don't go out, I've I've always wanted to go to a rodeo, but it's just I don't know, bro. Like me doing something on my own, I, I really can't. Like, I can't go out on my own. And then I, I'll, I'll need, like, somebody to drag me out there. And, I, you know, I don't mean, like, just just to get me out there. But, you know what I mean? I need, like, a companion to go with no, or I something. You. I feel you. Somebody to go with. Because just me on my own, I just feel too fucking awkward and weird. And then I, I don't, I, I'm not too into buying, like, some good clothes for myself which is something it's like a goal of mine to fucking do eventually i want to get rid of all these old clothes i have because i have old ass shit bro i'm talking about 10 10 years old and um 
I don't even care if it's out of fashion or nothing. It's just real old shit. And I feel like eventually I want to just do a fucking get rid of all this shit and just get some new fits. But then at the same time, if I buy new fits, I know I'm rarely going to wear them. So start I don't know, at, start at the thrift store, bro. Go to a nice area with a thrift store and just look for shit. Because sometimes you come up across some gems in a thrift store and go front. There's a couple things where I'm like, bro, this is. It, I bought a vest that still had the tag on it. Old Navy vest. So I had the tags on it. And that shit is fine. Like, I always wanted a vest like that. Mm. And so I was yeah, able to find right. that. A bunch of button-up shirts that I like wearing. It's like my style wearing button-up with a fucking t-shirt under it. Some type of um, graphic tee or something. I found a yeah, lot of fucking button-ups. That's what I do most is button-ups, long sleeve, short sleeve. But yeah, I, I learned recently that women don't like jorts. So don't don't buy any <laughs> jorts. I don't like I don't like uh, uh, jean shorts either. To be honest, to wear them, there's something about them that's I don't know. They just too give loose and too. I was about to say, uh, give off John Cena vibes or what? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it's like you you being th- old school thuggish, like 2005 thuggish. That's um. There was a show I used to watch on MTV called Undateable, and I would always tell my my boy, he would wear some jorts. <laughs> I'm like, bruh. Undateable, exactly. <laughs> undateable, bro. And then, you just um, look like the least, you just look like the least prepared when you show up with some jean shorts, bro. <laughs> there was that show I was telling y'all about last week that, um, Love is Blind shit. Some girl was like on her first date, the dude wore jorts and she didn't call him back. Exactly. <laughs> and so, I was watching that with my, um, with my, my lady Kevin and, um, her friend Samantha, and they were like. Yeah, if a dude wears short shorts on the first date, it, I'm not calling him back. So I was like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> I was like, "Damn, I just I got a pair of shorts in the um in my drawer over there. I'm about to throw them hoes away." I I got a pair of shorts too, and they're fucking super huge, bro. And even they're like, long, I, bro. They look like capris, kind of like they go all the way down to the ankle and shit. Exactly. And even for like comfort, well, for comfort, I don't even think about wearing them because they're not. Even though they're big on me, they're not comfortable at all, fucking Gene. Um, but, like, I, I, I just, I've just had them there again because I have clothes that are 10 years old. They, those certain pair of jeans, I probably had them for, like, 15 years. I've been having them for a long time, and I don't yes. even fucking wear them. And when I do, it's just for random occasions. Not not to go out or nothing, but if I'm, like, running to the store and I'm like, exactly. I don't know what the fuck to put That's on. what I bought them for is to work in them. I was like, I was just going to wear them to fucking work and, like, work outside <laughs> with them hoes. But I'm not wearing them out to fucking, like, if we're going somewhere, I'm not wearing them hoes out like that. <laughs> exactly. But, yeah. yeah I, have, I have zero fashion sense. But um, I, 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 am, I do want to go to a rodeo. I just, if I'm going to be honest, I feel like like that's a couple event for some reason i know it doesn't have to be but i like i would want to go with you know somebody that i'm intimate with for some fucking reason i went that's with my lady I and her did. and my mom i thought it was pretty cool my mom really wanted to go see the rap because you know she she kind of grew up with that shit too so yeah yeah she wanted oh, to go yeah, see man, the fucking old school rappers it's just classic bro i mean fuck that, that shit sounds i didn't even know i mean i had heard of that but I didn't even know they did it on the at the rodeo. This is the first time they did that. That's why it was so. Oh, I feel like that's okay. why it was so packed and it was. It felt so legendary because it's like they never have hip hop artists like. That. I mean, I think they had Cardi B last year, but I mean the last time they had it. But this is the first time they had like hip hop like that at the fucking rodeo, especially celebrating the 
like it's the Houston rodeo and it's the first time they're like, we're going to put Houston artists on the stage. Oh yeah. 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 That's crazy. That's huh? Frankie J baby bash performing the fucking sugar. How you get so flat. <laughs> was fire, bro. Did they do the uh, remix? Cause the remix is fucking dope. It's like an EDM remix. Nah, they didn't do the remix. They just, they did the original. Uh, like it was a bunch of songs. I'm like, man, they could have performed a bunch of the songs that they didn't do, but yeah, they, yeah. they just went with for the, um, like the regular versions, they didn't do the remixes and all that. Exactly. But it was still fire, bro. I can't deny. It. Like I wish, I really wish I could go again. I wish it would happen again. I wish they did like an encore night. I would definitely go again. Wait, is it is it over though, or is it still running? The radio, the rodeo. Yeah. I think it's one more week for the rodeo. Oh, okay. So if y'all haven't gone, you know, get go ahead and get your tickets and try to go. I mean, like the also that night, that Saturday night, it was fucking windy as fuck. Like it's been cold again for some fucking oh, yeah, reason. It's been cold, yeah. But the wind that night was crazy. Like my mom's fucking cowboy hat flew away. They had to get people running over, running to go catch that bitch and shit. Oh, for real? Yeah. <laughs> it's fucking wild, but it was cool, bro. It was very enjoyable. Like I say, I rec- highly recommend it. I know I keep saying it, I'm sounding like a broken record at this point, but the rodeo, I think it ends on the 20th. That's the last day, March 20th. Mm. So get your tickets, and it's going to be George Strait. So that night, damn, that night is going to be packed, probably. Them tickets are 175 starting. George Strait. Brad Paisley. They got Marshmallow. So um, the year that um that Cardi B came, was it 2019? I think it was a year before COVID, huh? Yeah, and uh, she broke the record. She broke Selena's. So Selena had the all-time record of most um, mm-hmm. butts and seats. I guess most attend attended biggest attendance, and uh, Cardi B broke that fucking record by a lot. To be honest, I I don't have the numbers, but um, I mean, it's crazy to me that Selena had the fucking long-standing record, and at the same time, like you know, it's it's something that. It's cool, you know, it's part of our history that Selena had a fucking record like that for so long. But then, you know, Cardi B broke it, which is understandable too. I don't hate Cardi B and I think she's she's got some real cool music, even you know, even for me. A lot of the oh, music yeah. is not meant for us, but at the same time I Wow, I but if you got a if you got a woman with you and you know that's what she listening oh, yeah. to, you gonna it's gonna you gonna I mean, you ain't got and no it's choice pretty to really lit hear. Too. I mean her, you know, her songs and everything, they're pretty fucking lit too. I mean the way just her cadence and everything, she she's got some you know, she you could tell she has that something special. Oh yeah. Um but then, so she came in and she broke the record. I think it was literally the next fucking night, though. Uh, the Tigres del Norte came in. Yeah, that's what my fiance was saying. That it was a Mexican <laughs> band. They broke, the, they broke the record. Yeah, they came in the next night because everybody was so high. It's crazy how hype everybody was. You know, Cardi B's like, oh, yes, yeah, Queen. She broke the record. And then fucking Tigres come in and them motherfuckers shatter. Both of their fucking records by a lot too. Hey, I mean, oh people God come out damn. to support their people, so and that's oh, that's yeah. just shows. I just like that. I think that's cool though. It's dope that people. I, yeah, if if you listen to Spanish music, you understand why, because them motherfuckers are real big. Like even me, that I don't listen to Spanish music that much. You know, I know uh, a lot of their songs because of how often I've heard it. For real. But yeah, man, enough of the rodeo. But um, you got some? You want to update on us on how you been? You been alright? 
Bro, I just want to go see my daughter. Um, my stepdaughter had a birthday, so I bought her a little hoverboard because I knew she was going to be happy about it. It's like a little, it's literally like a training hoverboard. Not, not with no training wheels or nothing, but it's literally called My First Hoverboard, and it's specifically for kids That's that dope. haven't rode a hoverboard before. It's a little smaller, and it goes a little slower compared to the, you know, the bigger ones. So she was real happy about that shit. You know, I knew she was gonna be happy. I knew she was gonna like it. Happy birthday to her, and that's dope as fuck. Um, yeah. so you're not. Well, I was gonna ask, are you not scared of her doing that? But you said it's like a training <laughs> one, so I'm guessing it was. It's preventing her from having accidents as much as possible. Yeah, she. Um, we actually, I actually stayed, and you know, she practiced. She basically got it down to like, and it literally says it on the package. It's like after 30 minutes, usually. You know, you pick it up that quick. And in 30 minutes, she she was already riding around like she had been doing it before. It's kind of like a bicycle. Okay. And Let's then we, we took it to the park. Um, that's the only thing. It was an issue, you know, going through, you know, how you have cracks and shit. And it's oh, so yeah. small. Sometimes it gets stuck on the cracks because, it, you know, it, it just doesn't make it over. So that was kind of the issue. A bigger one would have been better. But you know, probably maybe for next year I'll get her something bigger. But for now, you know, she's got she's got the little first. The, you seen first. the individual ones, individual ones <clears throat> like that before? Oh, the just the wheel, the wheel on the foot on each foot. Yeah, my dad, my dad, so goofy. He fucking had. So I went to his house one day. He was fucking rolling around <laughs> that bitch with the hoes. For real. <laughs> Ain't gonna lie, it makes me want to get one. But then at the same. I don't know what the fuck I'm gonna use it for. So I, I feel like I'm gonna be like Mike Tyson when he got on that shit and bust <laughs> my fucking ass. Exactly. I'm too uncoordinated. In that aspect, I feel like I'm I just have bad luck. I'm clumsy with that type of shit. I feel like I'm gonna jump on the hoe and then fucking go run into a fucking light pole or some shit. <laughs> Speaking of light pole, whenever I was coming back home, it was like uh, it was pretty late. Um and I'm like rolling down the street, bro. And then out of nowhere, this fucking light pole in the middle of the fucker, like somebody hit that bitch and just left it there. And I almost didn't fucking see it. I was about to somebody hit it. Over. I think it was just yeah. windy and fucking knocked it down. Oh, maybe. But it just looked crazy. Like it looked like they didn't just hit it. It looked like it knocked it all the way out to the street. Even the the base, like yeah. the base wasn't in the hole. It was all on the street. So I'm thinking somebody hit it, but you might be right. It might have been just some fucking wind and the wind. That wind was crazy Saturday, bro. I feel like we were about to hit a, a tornado, and I thought a tornado was about to come through. I swear to God. Damn. That's how bad. That's I mean. That's how crazy it was. It just was super fucking windy. But I don't know. Some dude I was talking to this dude at work. Well, I just said something about. He was asking me what the weather was like. He's like, did, did it get colder? I was like, mm-hmm. um, I mean, we're, I'll stay by Dickinson. So when I woke up, it was like 30 something degrees. And he was like, oh, yeah, it oh, got yeah. colder. And then he, um, I don't know, he just started talking about all this shit. He's like, oh, man, don't believe in global warming because they just want your money. And he was just talking about a bunch of goofy ass shit. Like, but who, who wants who wants your money when it comes to global warming? He said, all that money just goes to the Clintons. <laughs> he was that type of dude. And he was like, you know, when they were protesting and they were on um, Black Lives Matter, they were giving all the money to Black Lives Matter. Going to the Clintons. He's like, all right, dude. You know where this is going. Trump twenty twenty four. How powerful huh? do you think the Clintons are? Do you really think they're that that powerful? I don't know. Honestly, I don't even think about it. To be honest, I'm no, like, I when don't. I think of the Clintons, I just think Monica Lewinsky. 
That's what I that's what I think when I think of the Clintons. Exactly. Monica Lewinsky came in there and I mean, I don't know. I feel like if they were that powerful, fucking Hillary would have been president, right? True. And Monica Monica Lewinsky wouldn't have been around anymore. Yeah, they would have got rid of her. Yeah, disappeared her. Like, I don't think they're that powerful. I just think it's a name that people. I don't know. I just it's just a name that people. It's a scapegoat. Yeah. Why? Why is it though that, or why do you think that so many? Things are connected to them though. Like, is that just people being crazy, or do you think there's actual connections there, or is it just because that's how well known they are? I think it's just how well known they are. I don't honestly, I don't know. I just maybe people just have it out for the Clintons. Yeah, maybe they're just not a well liked name. That's just not a well liked name in the political space. Yeah, that's true. It's crazy. It's crazy. I mean, if. It sucks for them because they're in. I mean, if if they haven't done anything wrong, it sucks for them because their name is put up, you know, so badly, so negatively, which kind of ruins them. I mean, it's ruined any of their chances. But if it is, you know, if they they are somehow involved in all this shit, then that's that's fucking crazy because there's so many connections that people can. But I think I think you're right. People can make connections to anything. Like, I could probably be connected to some random shit, and I'm like, the fuck? Exactly. And I just wouldn't know how to, you know, I'd be like, man, I don't know what the fuck, but it, it would it would make sense. People would be like, man, that shit makes sense. I see how he's connected to it. So I don't know. I'm asking you because I, I was telling you, you were doing a live stream, you know, shout out to Sticky Streams. He was streaming um, uh, WWE, WWE. Yeah. 2K22. Yeah. And, um... I was telling them because I had just read we were on the live stream and we were chatting or I was, you know, I was in the chat and I was telling them how um, supposedly that Alec Baldwin case, that woman that he shot, her husband used to be like an attorney for the Clintons. Now, I don't know how, you know, I, I, I didn't fact check. It was just something that sounded interesting. And that's probably what happened. Somebody says something and then nobody facts check and they just start spreading the fucking, you know, the gossip. So that's what, what that saying. guy was saying. He was like the lawyers to the that um was trying to get the money for the Black Lives Matter shit was the Clinton lawyers. I was like, okay. Oh, for real? Where that's they, what he they, said. They were trying to um trademark Black Lives Matter. I don't know if they're trying to trademark it. Um, I don't know if he was saying that they were behind that. That's who's behind the whole thing. Yeah. But like I said, I just kind of tuned them out after that because I'm like, I feel like I know where <laughs> this is going. Conspiracy. I, I feel like the next thing he was just like, that's why Trump should have stayed in office or Trump 2024 or some shit. I got Trump sticker or Trump flag in his yard. I mean, I, I fuck with conspiracies, but I, I'm like you. I don't, I'm skeptical. I don't go in all the way. You know, I'll, I'll jump around basically. I'm not consistent when it comes to conspiracy. Sometimes I believe the moon landing was fake. Sometimes I like, nah, that shit was real. I jump around. And well, mean, like, there was a I'm there was a time where I was deep as fuck in the um conspiracy game where I was literally trying to look up like what are um fuck what are they called like actors that are that are what is it what is oh, it called crisis actors crisis actors bro I was like trying to figure <laughs> out like are they is it real how does people even go about getting crisis actor jobs and shit like that but well you know what I read on it is that they are crisis actors but the news themselves hire them to amp up 
you know, mm-hmm. whatever the, they're showing the on the news. So it's not like some hidden agenda. It's just the fucking media themselves being stupid and being like, hey, can you come in and act this way? And motherfuckers would be like, oh, yeah, sure. And, and they act. Up. They ask for somebody to. They sign an NDA. They ask for them to give an interview, and then they just say whatever the fuck they want them to say. Exactly. But then people were like, "Oh, you see that they're hiring crisis actor," and it's like, "No, no, they didn't. It was just the fucking news being stupid, trying to get a story." That was a big one for me. Before. What's and then the, the other one was would be for I would just think about like the CIA like setting all type of shit up to make like a. To make oh, things go, to make flag. things sway a certain way, yeah, like false flagging or just doing something like them being in the middle of all these when they're when they were having the protests and shit. I was like, man, yeah. maybe it's the CIA out there doing the like starting the looting and starting the riots, like they they were when they were putting bricks around and shit. Oh, it's like who's no, doing that I shit? Think, I think that's. I think we are like that. That shit definitely did happen, but maybe we're thinking about it too deep. Cause it could have just been regular Joe Schmo, like man, we'll, give, we'll put some breaks right there. It could have been anybody. It could have been somebody right. that fucks with the Black Lives Matter, and they just brought some breaks. Or, you know, if we lean into the conspiracy, it could have been some CIA shit. But I feel like it just—I mean, it could—it could have just basically been anybody. It doesn't necessarily have to be a conspiracy theory behind it. But I feel like the cop, the one video, I remember that one video with the cop car in the middle of the street. That definitely, that cop car was planted. And they oh, had yeah. the news all over it. And they left it there on purpose so that motherfuckers start uh, breaking shit. Because the cops themselves push an agenda too. You know, obviously they, they you know, they want to, they want support. And I don't blame them for wanting support. But at the same time, it's like, bro. I mean, reach out to to your own kind too. I know y'all y'all are a fucking group and a union, but make sure that your people are straight. Like, make sure that you know you don't have motherfuckers out there that are that are gonna be doing this shit. That's how you get the people's support. You as a police officer, you reach out to other police officers if you see them doing something wrong. Then step in, man. Step in and fucking stop them. Change that shit. I saw a video like that where the dude was um he punched the uh, he he punched a guy that was arrested in the face and one of the cops got fucking mad. I think it was his lieutenant too. He got fucking mad at the cop. He's like, hey, what the fuck are you doing? And then he, and then he literally tells the other cop arrest this guy and he was a cop. And I'm like, that's exactly how you do it. Because he, he can't do that shit. He can't be arrested and then have a cop punch you in the face just because you talking back. That's that's how you know an emotional cop. You can't have no fucking emotional cop. You can't even react like that just for not. Like, you can just insult him. They shouldn't. They, they can't do shit to you just for insulting exactly. him. Exactly. That's what's so, I hate. Those, I hate watching those videos where somebody tells fuck you to the cop and the cops over here like what'd you say you know i can arrest you it's like no you can't bro you're just being emotional and using your fucking your your authority over somebody to tell them that they can't talk to you that way yes they can yeah they can you tell they can i don't think that's against a lot of i mean that's kind of this freedom of speech thing it's like you should be able to just say whatever fuck you want to them they can't they gotta detach yourself from that like, if I'm not fighting back, but I'm over here like, man, fuck you, you stupid pig. They can't say shit. They're, it's their job. It's literally their job to, to stay calm and be like, all right, man, whatever you say. I'm still taking you to jail. But if they're over here getting emotional, that just shows that they'll break with any kind of pressure. 
And that's that's the dangerous type of cop that breaks with any kind of pressure. That's the one that'll pull out the gun when he doesn't need to and escalate a situation. But I mean, I'm you know, I'm talking, I've never been a cop, so I don't know the situations, but I'm I'm conscious enough to know that I'm never going to be a cop because I'm just not going to be able to handle myself. So why put myself in a situation where I know I'm not going to be able to take it? Oh, yeah. No, you're 100% right. What's um? I mean, you want to change the subject or you want to stay on conspiracy? Oh, yeah. No, 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 no. Let's change it. I went on a little fucking... No, way. you're good. You're good because I was going to just say... I was kind of... gonna keep a fucking uh what's it called like a gold fountain what do they call it it's, it's a just mine. a fountain of fucking yeah it's like a gold mine of information and just a lot of topics so one of the topics i was looking at that was kind of trending a, a little bit ago was jesse smoliet uh he was talking about how well he had a quote where he said you know if if i go to jail and i end up dead just remember that it's not uh, from suicide Basically he's thinking Somebody's gonna Kill him in jail And then they're gonna make it seem like it was a suicide Now To me that sounds crazy Cause I don't know why He didn't do anything that Fucking Big For somebody to be like Yeah we need to kill this guy Or maybe he just I don't know For I think I don't know He's, he's just kind of an idiot I think he's full of, I think he's full of himself I think he think he's um bigger than what he really is. Of course. Because I don't feel like nobody's going to really kill you for, like, you lied. No. But this guy's an idiot, bro. I just feel like he's an idiot. I don't know. <laughs> he's stupid for this shit. It, it, he's, he's, giving the, he's making us look real bad. Like, we need to get him out of the black delegation. Somebody else needs to draft his ass. <laughs> the, the race draft. <laughs> Yeah, we don't want this nigga no more. We need to trade him, release him. This dude is fucking stupid. Most def. I was watching, uh, not to change the but I was watching the fucking, uh, the Galaxy's Guide, or the Traveler's Guide to the Galaxy. Uh-huh. And I forgot, uh, fucking Most Def was in that movie. Yassine Bay. <laughs> I didn't even know he was in that movie, honestly. Yeah. I didn't know. I honestly, uh, the only movie I saw him in was that Jack Black movie. But they're like recreating all the fucking movies in the in their own um, movie theater. I mean, in their own um, blockbuster or whatever. You seen that before? Uh uh-uh. uh What's the name of this fucking movie? Let me see. Let's put most death movies. He's been he's been in a good he's been in a good amount of movies, which is crazy. He's definitely been one of those artists that just uh, really. You know, kept growing. He's in the Italian job, which is like a fucking. I think that's a cult classic, right? The Italian job. I've never seen it, to be honest. I've never seen it. I didn't know he was in so many fucking movies. He is in a lot of movies. He was in Into Deep. He's in Cadillac Records, 16 Blocks, Something the Lord Made, Brown Sugar, Be Kind Rewind. I remember that one. That's the one, that's the one I'm talking about. Oh, okay. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, Be Kind Rewind. Yeah, I did watch that shit. A long time ago. 
That's crazy. But yeah. <laughs> but yeah, shout out to shout out to most Def. But yeah, um, this dude, bro, definitely let's get back to Jesse some last year. <laughs> just just do you think you know what happened? You know what he did, right? He um he concorded, he made like a plan to where two of his co-workers were gonna beat his ass and he was gonna make this whole scene to talk about how it was two Trump supporters, Chicago at a subway. (laughs) He was going to the subway and and they caught him, you know, they dropped the F bomb, the you know, the sec the I I don't know how to call it because they got you know they got the other F bomb. But they dropped the F bomb, they dropped the N word, you know, according to him. And they put they put a noose around. He's trying to make it a a gay or um like a hate crime. Racial, exactly. There you go, a hate crime. So it's like I don't know. It's just like I said, giving us a bad name, kind of, because it's like you kind of got all these people to rally behind you. You got these Black Lives Matter supporters to rally behind you and shit, and Mm. then you just made a lot of people look fucking stupid. Well, you're you're wasting people's time too when you do something like that because people even to this day are still so diehard and they're like, no, I believe this happened. And it's like, man, you you've been wasting your fucking time because this dude, this this shit did not happen. I don't know why y'all right because I guess he's trying to lean into the fact that they're trying to quiet him, like, oh, I'm I'm being quieted. I'm I'm the next Epstein. I'm you know they don't want me to talk. Cause they don't want to hear the truth type of shit. But it's like, but, bro, you're not, I don't know. You like made up a <laughs> terrible lie. Like nobody's going to like, exactly. yeah, you might get beat up by a couple Trump supporters for putting that shit on. Them. You might get beat up by some black people for making us look stupid, but <laughs> yo, that's on you, bro. Why the fuck did you make that dumbass lie? And they caught him, you know, fucking red handed. They had the, the video. They caught the video. The they got guys, the receipts. They saw who it was. They wanted to talk to him, and the guys were like, "Man, fuck, this is too much trouble." And they admitted, like, "Yeah, it was all planned by him. We were gonna do this." And uh, you know, obviously, the guys were—they were two big ass black men. I think it was, it was in a sexual thing. relationship with them too, bro. Which is even more oh, just shit. like, bro, what the fuck? I mean, like, I don't care. That that doesn't have anything to do with it. But it's like, I just yeah. don't get the motive behind it. Like, what was your? What, what did what, what did you want? I don't know what the fuck. I don't know what he wanted as a result of all this shit. When they start getting serious, he should have just came clean. He shouldn't have got on the stand. He should have just came clean before he went to court. Yeah, I think that's the issue. Court court puts so much pressure, you know, and that's why you have lawyers because court puts so much pressure on you and anything, you know, just like they say, anything you say will be used against you. So I think at that point, it was like, if I come clean, I'm getting the fucking... Jelson's, but the lawyer was probably like, "You don't have to come clean. Let's just play it. Let's play it along this way." But yeah, I mean, once you get that sentence, I, you know, I guess he he could have just been like, "You know what? Fuck, I'm gonna stop wasting anybody's time." I mean, anybody with a sane mentality like me, I feel like I would just come clean and be like, "Man, you know what? All right, I'll yeah, let let's not waste. Because... I'm not gonna waste my time. I don't want y'all to waste it. Like it's it's done. Like all right, I already look like a fucking idiot." <laughs> now he's his career is fucking done. Oh, like yeah. I don't know. He's just he threw it all the way for a big ass L, bro, for no reason. And you still got you still lost. You still got to do community service. Is he going? I think he's going to jail for like five months. It's like, bro, you're fucked. Yeah. 
Yeah, he's not. He did all this for nobody's going to take him. Nobody. I mean, maybe he Hollywood. can, but he probably going to get typecast. They probably going to put him as the the liar in every fucking movie <laughs> where something ridiculous happens to his ass. I mean, he'll, he'll probably be in indie projects, you know, real small indie projects and shit. And maybe he could build himself out. If he starts pushing the right PR, like, you know, starts apologizing and starts admitting, maybe in a couple of years he'll be able to come back. But. I ain't gonna yeah. lie, I used to fuck, I fucked with the show he was on. He was on Empire with fucking, um, what's that dude's name? Terrence Howard or Terrence, whatever. Oh, Terrence, yeah, yeah, Terrence. What's his name? I forgot his name. But you know what I'm talking about. The fucking Hustle and Foe dude. Yeah, no, that's his actual name, Terrence Howard. Okay, yeah, Terrence Howard. But yeah, he yeah. fucking, and that show was pretty cool. Like, I was enjoying it for at least four seasons. But then when this shit happened, I completely was like, all right, fuck the show. I'm never watching this shit. I don't want to just <laughs> Damn. Damn, that's fucked up. It killed. It even killed the fan base for Empire, man. Yeah, you know that, motherfucker. Why you had to do this shit, bro? It just and then I don't know. It's just a story. It was just so unbelievable. Like it just sounded goofy. Like at Subway, somebody. <sighs> I love how Dave Chappelle talked about it because he he did it just as he he definitely hit. The, yeah, the nail right on the head with, with what he said. You know, with the whole story. <laughs> but, yeah. I mean, that was just something that I guess happened just recently because I saw this tweet. It was it was on, on Trending. And, uh, you know, he basically said, I'm not suicidal. If I go to jail and I die, just remember it wasn't me. But I don't think anybody has it oh out there for God, him like that. that you, though, Unless he's fucking around and talking shit to somebody in jail, then, yeah. They're gonna be at your head, but exactly, it ain't gonna be no Epstein, you know, just randomly. Oh, I wasn't looking at the cameras, I was asleep. <laughs> yeah, that's not gonna happen. Looking at, but yeah, um, I had another story too about Kesha that I was looking at. Kesha, you know, people were still supporting her, <clears throat> uh-huh. and I had a, a real big opinion about it, and I could talk about it. Um, and anybody that knows the situation could probably let me know, but, um, I guess if nobody knows her situation, well, I don't want but I, I feel like it's the same situation, like with Brittany in a sense, right? She's being trapped into her contract with this guy. I believe the guy molested her or so she claims allegedly the doctor or something, Mm-hmm. I forget his name, but she's locked in a contract with this guy for I don't know how fucking long. I don't know how these contracts work. Sometimes it's like for a certain amount of time. Sometimes it's like for a certain amount of albums. Most of the time, right? It's like a certain amount of albums. Um, But, you know, people were still trying to rally behind her. I think there was a court sentencing that had just happened. That's probably why it came up on the trending. But um, I was kind of, I mean, at the same time, I don't really care too much about the situation because I feel like, I just feel like she fucked up, bro. Like you, right. you got into a contract. You decided to sign a contract. You probably saw how good that money was. So you signed the contract and now you're crying because you got into a contract. If I could cry and get a shitload of people behind me 
whenever I get into a contract like this contract with my fucking car, you know, I got a loan. It's basically a contract. If I could cry and be like, I want to get out this contract and it'll help me, I would definitely do that. But I signed the fucking contract. I can't just cry it away. And I'm not, I'm not blaming her for crying, but at the same time, like, I mean, what is it that fucking happened? I mean, I get it. You got, um, and I know I'm going to sound super insensitive, but, uh, I, you got molested, you got this and that, but, and that shouldn't have happened, but the no, contract no, is unfortunately, the contract is unfortunately a fucking contract. And the reason it's so difficult for the justice system to break that contract is because it is a fucking contract. I don't think it should be easy. I mean, there are contracts out there that are bad, but that, that's why you should fucking pay attention to what the fuck you're signing. Definitely. Especially when it comes to record labels. I mean, just kind of like how I said in the messages, um, the OGs was fucking Michael Jackson. We used to always talk about this shit, bro. Like, well, not always, you know, eventually he started trying to open people's eyes up to how, how fucked up they treat them. And then Prince too. I don't know who did it first. Was it Prince or fucking Michael Jackson that started trying to expose the uh, record labels? But either way, you know, these are guys that have been through it and they had been talking about it. And, you know, there's plenty of information online about the things that they went through. You would have thought that somebody like Kesha, she blew up. The Internet wasn't that hot when she blew up, but at the same time, it wasn't a brand new thing. Right. So the information was out there for her to know. You know, hey, maybe I shouldn't. Britney Spears, is, you know, she gets a pass because it is her situation is fucked up. They they did uh, to take advantage of her because it's her own fucking family that she trusted. So that's a way more fucked up situation. But with this girl, it's like it's not even her family. It's just some random fucking record label guy or wherever the fuck he is. And it just sounds like she just trusted the wrong person and got in a bad deal and now she wants to fucking back out. Yeah. And to, and to me, it's like, you know, to me, it's like you got to accept responsibility at a certain certain point. It wasn't, it wasn't, unless they, unless you have proof that they forced your hand in all kinds of ways, you know, they fucking drugged you or something to sign a contract, then yeah, you can't, you know, that contract will be uh, basically redacted, but if you did it willingly, I mean, shit, you fucked up. Yeah, I mean that's tough, but I think you're right about that. Is the um, like you just gotta be careful with them contracts because it's like, no matter what, like you said, you're just bound. You bound to that. It's like, like you said, it's it's a legal thing at that point, and I don't yeah. think it should be easy to break a contract because. I feel like then it'll be exploited. People just exploit that. And like you say, people just get on, they'll cry about it. And I don't know. It's just a fucked yeah. up, it's a fucked up situation. But like you say, I, I, I agree with you is with the contract thing. It's like, you gotta, especially, um, I mean, I don't know when the fuck she signed a contract, but definitely now, like, I don't feel like in 10, five, 10 years, people shouldn't come out and have the same issue. Cause it's oh, like, yeah. now we should definitely know that. Yeah, I feel like I it's, contracts have always been that kind of thing, though. It's like exactly 
you just should know what you're reading. You should try to look for that that fine print and that small print and get somebody to scroll through that. Like get some time. I get it. You're excited. Maybe it's your first record deal. Maybe you never seen that much money before, but that's important. You don't know if you're signing your fucking rights away, your life away, or we don't know what the fuck you're really signing. So you got to really know what the fuck is on that paper before you put the pen to it. Okay. So she's suing. Okay. So the guy, his name is Dr. Luke. She's her, uh, it's her longtime producer. And she alleged that he drugged and raped her for 10 years on Friday that, on Friday, the 28-year-old singer lost a bid to be freed from her contract with him. But the decision is not the final word in their court battle. So, yeah, he was he was basically allegedly abusing her for 10 years. Now, again, I, I, we just don't fucking know. And I'm not going to sit here and be, you know, throw shade on the guy immediately. Because I never looked with that either. Just, we could talk about something else like that. This can lead into a whole nother conversation. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, we should do it right now because that was basically it. I mean, it, it's, it's fucked up. If he really did do that, I mean, I don't know, bro. Like, it's so fucking hard. I mean, I want to say that it should be easy to prove, especially nowadays. But at the same time, like, I just don't know the ways... Because I don't think like them. So I don't know the ways people can figure out how to do that and get away with it. Like, how can you drug somebody for 10 years and rape them and get away with it? But again, maybe I'm just being, maybe there's some, you know, being insensitive to her situation. I just don't fucking understand it because she was not, it's not like he, I mean, maybe you could say he did groom her. Because she was so young, but she was still of eight. I mean, she was, I don't know how old she fucking was, but she had to have been older than 18, which is basically, you know, when you're an adult and at 18, you, you already have your thoughts and you you already, um, oh, it was at 18. Okay. How does that happen for 10 years? How are you like 28 and you're, you're just now coincidentally wanting to get out of your contract? And at the same time, accuses man of raping you. Again, I I probably sound like I'm victim blaming, but it kind of sounds to me like she's trying to get a way out of her contract in some way, somehow with any with any information she can. And that's probably why the courts aren't really buying it. I know people are mad at the courts, like why aren't they? Why aren't they doing what they're supposed to do? But they can only do so fucking much, especially when it comes to a contract. That's why you just have to be fucking careful when you sign a contract because the law is not going to protect you most of the times when it comes to a contract unless they did something super fucked up that you have uh, more than enough proof for. But that's it. That's it. So um, you were saying the... um... Like we, like you said, we don't really know about the allegation. And it's so hard. Like You don't want to just jump to conclusions until you get the full story, so... Yeah. There's something kind of like this that kind of happened to Chris Brown. Like I and I get Chris Brown don't have the best pass. He's um he's kind of mm-hmm. iffy dude himself, but some lady um accused him of rape recently. Mm. And so she accused him of rape and then he she was trying to sue him for like 20 million. Mm. So um yeah, so basically he came out and um he pulled the receipts out and um 
He had like mm-hmm. the voice memos on her of her saying that she wanted to like have sex with him one more time and all this shit like that. Oh, consented. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. Hey, and so, exactly. So they um, I don't know. It was just it was it's just crazy because like I said, they were trying to they were trying to get Chris Brown and then he pulled out these receipts and they're like, oh shit! So they took all this shit back and then it's like, what should people be punished for that type of shit for like? Yes. Should it also be like, of course, like the Jesse Simulate thing? Like, should they FaceTime like him? Or should they face, I don't know, whatever they were going to give Chris Brown, should she be facing that type of time? It's um, like, I don't know, man. It's just, it's just, that's also just like fucked up because it's like, why you're trying to put somebody in the, like in the bind that maybe because they already have a sketchy past that maybe there's more believable that they could be that type of person, but when they're really not, though, they're not that exactly, they're not going to do something like to that extreme. So it's like she's trying to jam him up, and I think that's just a fucked up situation. Like I feel like she herself should have some type of fucking consequence for oh, making allegations yeah. like that. Because it's like I don't know if you don't, I don't know if you don't make an example with somebody like that, then it's just gonna keep happening. People are gonna make false allegations like that all the time because they see, oh well, I can try to get this dude jammed up, but then there ain't gonna be no fucking repercussions no, for it. Yeah. If they figure it out or not. Exactly. So I think the first person it was this chick. The first person that ever got charged, that actually got charged with, you know, I guess falsifying information or whatever it was, was this chick. She claimed this, it was was this black dude in college, and uh, she claimed that he had raped her. She was a white girl. Uh And, um, you know, she she said all these things that basically literally ruined his fucking, they kicked him out of college. They they uh he got like ten years in in jail or some shit, huh? I, uh, did he did he fucking do time? He might have. I gotta figure out who who this who this guy was. You know who I'm talking about though, right? You know I the think case. I know exactly what you're talking about. I just don't yeah. know the name of the. I think yeah, I think he was he was going to jail, and then somehow information came out to where you know he was able to be released. But it basically ruined his life because he was labeled as a fucking sex offender, got kicked out of college. And once you're labeled a sex offender, you're fucking done. Because anywhere you go, people have to know you and you can't be near, I don't know if it's schools or any type of places, public places, shit like that. Yeah. And it just basically ruins your fucking life. And she did all that. And I think I think it was that later on she got you know found out you know it was it was a fake she was just making it all up and she, I think she was the first one to ever get charged for you know falsifying information so that kind of set a precedent for everybody else now I don't know because this this is very very recent like it, it must have happened like 2015 2016 so it's not it's not too too new but at the same time it is pretty recent. So, you know, it it, it kind of set a set a wave of just people being a little more skeptical, I guess. And you know, the, the police looking, which is a whole nother thing. But you know, just people aren't that believe. You know, they don't believe it right off the bat anymore because of that situation. Everybody's a little more skeptical. But I wish I could find out. Up. I could I could see what the fuck the actual story was. Yeah, because I'm having a hard time myself trying to um, find out exactly. But I think it's, um, I just think it's fucked up, bro. Like, I hate to not yeah. believe somebody when they come up to, with, you know, come up and say something like that happened to them. 
Like, I don't want to yeah. be the person, but they'd be like, nah, that's, I, don't, I think that's bullshit. Like, I'm never going to be that type of person. But once, if you just sit and wait for the information and then, you know, the truth comes to light, it's like, and then you figure out it's like, oh, there's some bullshit. It's like, damn. It makes yeah, it kind of sure. hard for you to just believe, like, <laughs> when the next time somebody comes forward and say that. And I guess it that also makes it hard for other women, too, that actually go through those things to fucking come forward. Because then it's like, well, this other well, motherfucker did that shit. And then, yeah, it's like, well, they're probably not going to believe me now because this motherfucker then came and yeah. did this bullshit. So it's fucked up, like bro. That's it, fucked I up feel situation. Like it's obvious. I feel like I think it's obvious sometimes, but I don't know if that's just me. Um, That's why I can't be in no fucking criminal justice system, bro, because I don't know what the fuck. Like, I can't be no fucking investigator because I wouldn't know where the fuck to start. You know, because you have to, to be like a judge that's or to be an investigator. Yeah, you have the fucking every information any detail you have to make sure you're getting everything right because one slip up on your part you're sending the wrong person to jail 100%. And, and see they don't they don't pay any repercussions when the cops themselves and not even the cops but the investigators the detectives if they get something wrong they don't fucking suffer any consequences so nothing nah, is on the right. line for them so they could just be like oh fuck, fucked up but it'll be covered but it's just so fucked up because you're literally ruining somebody's life, especially if they didn't, you know, obviously, if they were innocent, you're ruining an innocent person's life. And, you know, up to this point, nobody was suffering the consequences except for, you know, this lady that, you know, she she got, she did something, they gave her something. I don't think they, it was, I don't think they gave her anything too heavy. I mean, I think she got like two years, if I recall correctly. She got like two years in jail. So it's something, you know, it's something better than nothing. But at crazy. the same time, you just, you got this guy kicked out of fucking college. You you put his fucking life on pause just because you wanted to say that he raped you. And just the anger that, you know, the anger that in him, that he probably felt like, man, what the fuck? I didn't even touch this fucking lady. Or just the whole Chris Brown situation is like, well, this was fucking hundred percent consensual, and now she's just saying this because I don't want to do, I don't want to fucking have sex with her again. Now she's trying to <laughs> accuse me of doing this shit. Oh, I'm glad he had the receipts for this shit. Yeah, fuck that. Even I mean, he had a dark past, but that doesn't take away from his humanity. I mean, yeah, maybe he's maybe a changed he's person. Trying, maybe he's trying yeah. to be better. Like that's I don't know. I know I would be if I lost Rihanna, bro. I would be trying to be my best self because I'm like, damn, how did I lose her? I feel like everybody feel like that. I feel like Drake feel like that too, especially because she got pregnant <laughs> by ASAP. It's like, y'all, we all lost Rihanna. <laughs> exactly. Like, bro, how do you lose Rihanna? But again, like, and it's kind of a joke, bro. But I mean, I'm gonna still say it again. <laughs> Maybe I'm victim blaming, but that? again, it's like, it's like, um. You don't know what the fuck how she is behind the behind closed doors too. She might have pissed his ass off. Oh, Rihanna. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I mean, I can see Rihanna in that type of person. I mean, <laughs> hey man, I'm not. I'm not, uh, I'm not justifying him actually putting hands on her, but at the same time, you don't know their dynamic. You know, you don't know what their dynamic was. During that era. Yeah, and we don't know the real Riri. Like, we just see pictures of her. We don't know yeah. how the fuck her personality really is. She could be a fucking super bitch. We just don't know <laughs> it. She just looks so innocent and pretty in the picture, but she might just be fucking terror. But at For the real. same time, that doesn't justify, you know, obviously no, it doesn't justify him hitting her. It does not at all.
But, but it's just funny to think about it that way. It's like, man, maybe she was pushing his fucking buttons. <laughs> he pushed his buttons and he pushed her out the car. <laughs> but yeah, shout out to Chris Brown for having the receipts. Yeah, for being able to prove his innocence. Like, there's yeah. always a plus, man. If you. Hell yeah. Keep keep that history, man. Keep that. You never fucking know. Definitely. Women, too. Keep your receipts on men. Like, there's some crazy oh, yeah. dudes out there that Fuck maybe yeah. they do be just texting some shit. Like, oh, I'm just kidding. But who knows? Oh, online, man. they actually do the shit that they're fucking quote unquote kidding about. So keep them receipts so y'all can get them motherfuckers up out here, too. But don't falsify yeah, shit. I don't, I don't, I don't condone that. Don't lie. Don't fucking lie on people about what the fuck's going on between y'all. Especially if y'all have some consensual sex, don't come back and then try to say they did something. I mean, it's, I'm not saying it's impossible for that to happen. It is possible for it, yeah. it to be consensual one time and then the next time may not be consensual, but it's just, you just gotta be careful just on both sides. So. I, I try to stay. I try to stay away from that because I've had I've had interactions, especially when you go out, you get drunk, you have interaction with drunk girls, and um, you know some of them they want you know they they, they get horny or whatever, and they approach you and they want some. But I usually, honestly, and it might sound like cap, might sound like I'm fucking lying, but I do honestly wholeheartedly avoid that type of situation yeah because that's a fucking that's kind of a red flag it's just like yeah in a way maybe she's just not in that right mind state that maybe it's not consensual for her maybe she just want to go home but she don't want nothing more and some people they probably don't take it they probably don't think that they probably just try to go home and while she's fucking dead knocked out they over here trying to do something to her oh yeah and that's got to be the worst what's like what's crazy to me is that in the movie they used to show that so much as a funny thing, but that's got to be the worst thing in the world where you wake up after being blacked out and some random person is in your fucking bed. Yeah, exactly. And you don't know. You're both just naked and you don't know what the fuck happened. <laughs> you're like, what the fuck? Like, I don't the think that's... Like you said, it's crazy that that, that used to be a... The times of the times is fucking crazy. And I hate when people use that. It's like, oh, it was the times, but it's like, man, the times probably shouldn't have been like that. Like... Oh no, so they shouldn't have fucked up, fucked up ass times, bro. That was the times. Like, maybe oh, yeah. we're living in the best possible time right now, even for the future. Like, maybe the future's gonna be real fucked up too. But maybe we're in the best <laughs> possible time right now. Because, like I said, when you think about shit like that, where people are like, well, it was just part of the times. The whole, oh well, you can just smack a woman on the ass and it'd be all right. That's part of the times. It's like, nah, bro. I seen a pitch. I seen a clip of Andre the Giant smacking um. Sensational Sherry on the ass, like in the fucking promo, and I'm like, bro, this is oh, kind of yeah. weird to watch. Like, what the fuck is going on here? This is shit that started the feud with, uh, well, not the feud. Well, yeah, basically, it was like a real feud, but it it became a storyline feud. Was it Macho Man and um and Hulk Hogan? Uh huh. Because of that, uh, what was her name? Was her name Terry? But I don't she, know the, who he was married to. Well, Who Macho she, Man was married to? Yeah, well, she had became his um his manager. Elizabeth. That was Elizabeth. Or huh? Elizabeth. Yeah. And uh, whenever they were doing their their um team, what the fuck was their team? The power, the the Tower of Power, right? Mm-hmm. The powers, the Macho, or something like that. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, the Tower. I think it was the Tower of Power. Um, 
there, there was a situation where Hulk, I guess Hulk Hogan was, you know, he was trying to play up his, uh, his character and he ends up touching her, not inappropriately, but in a way that, it was uh, a mega power. Oh, the mega, yeah, the mega powers. He ended up grabbing her or something, not even touching her. He just grabbed her in a way that Randy Savage didn't like. And I think it ended up in a backstage feud and they ended up making an actual storyline about it. But that storyline started because uh, Savage was actually fucking mad. He was like, Bro, can't be touching my girl like this. And everybody would just brush it off like, oh, he's just being jealous. But I feel, I, I hate when people are like, oh, he's just being jealous like Man, like, no, that's my fucking, fucking wife, bro. Don't I don't want you to do this. Like, just chill the fuck out. I'm t- like you said, I'm setting the boundary, and that don't cross that line, or we're gonna have a problem. Like, it's cool, but when once you cross this fucking line, there's gonna be a fucking problem. One of my exes, um, and I've only had like fucking three exes, but one of them, she was like, I hate it when guys are. Just, what the fuck? Why? Like that? that Wait, one more time. Repeat young. that. When guys are what? She says she hates when guys get jealous. Oh fuck! And, and I was like, "Why don't you like to me?" Yeah, and I don't know. I might, might be off. I'm like, to me, doesn't that show interest? Doesn't that show that like, I, I care that there's, there's something levels. gonna happen to you? I'm not gonna exactly. let anybody just come and fucking like. I get it. Like, not to a certain extent, yes, but yeah. If I see yeah, a motherfucker like too. trying to flirt over here with you, like, yeah, I'm gonna be mad. Like, what the fuck, like. Nah, bro, that's my wife. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Who do you she, think? She um, who do you think you would blame in a situation like that? Would you blame the the other guy more, or would you blame your? I blame uh, both. I blame both. I'm like, I blame the partner because it's like, well, you should have just. And I've seen my fiance do this. Yeah, I've seen my fiance do this uh, plenty of times. Like, we went to a club and there's been guys ask her type of shit. Oh, and she would, she flashes yeah. the ring. She's like, no, I'm, some dude try to ask her for a dance. She's like, no, I'm fucking married. Get the fuck away from me. Or she's oh, like, I'm engaged. Get away from me. Like, I'm yeah. in a relationship. No. And so. And then guys start pushing up. still, huh? Nah, well, I guess sometimes when they see that, they're just like, oh, okay, fuck it. I'm, I'm not even going to try no more. But then you have it, that bullshit, toxic ones that keep pushing. Oh, yeah. those, them I think there's, there's like, when, at Davenport, this has happened a couple of times, apparently, where I don't go to Davenport with her and there's been somebody trying to, they try to push. do something. They try to just, they're just being weird around her. But luckily, she worked at Davenport. She has like her brothers there and a bunch of other people that she knows from school are there. So they have her back. They have to they get people out of there. They tell them to get the fuck out. They ban them from the bar, all type of shit. Yeah. So, but the dude was like, "Bro, whenever you're here, this shit does not happen." So it just like I think it just yeah. people. It's just when they see a woman by themselves, they feel like they have yeah, more they of excited. a thing they can do something. But if they see a, okay. a dude I mean, there, they're like, okay. "Okay, I'm gonna back off." I think yeah, that's that's okay if you get you know you see a girl go up and talk to her. But if she shows you or she tells you you know hey I'm taking, then get the fuck out of there. I mean what the fuck? Why why keep pushing it? If she's like you know what no I have a boyfriend I have the fuck I know it's like a joke where girls like but the reason girls say that even if it's not even if it's not true they say that because they just don't want to fucking talk to you. Right. 100%. But these fucking um these fucking dating coaches are like don't take no for an answer and I'm like the fuck okay no get them the fuck out of here <laughs> don't take no for coaches. an answer what the uh, fuck I hate dating coaches no nah, fuck them dating coaching shit the only dating coaching I would say trust is Hitch all these other niggas is a no go Will Smith and Kevin James. 
All this other shit is a hell to the fuck no, bro. But yeah. I had one more story. It was um Amy Schumer. But I don't know if I want to keep going to on it because again, it's it's a woman. And I, I, sometimes I feel like I'm super hard on women when I shouldn't be because I just talked about the Kesha thing and I feel like I was too because I have I have this I have this weird duality about me where you know I have these opinions and then I don't know what it is I just feel guilty about saying you know I mean it's just it's kind of the climate we're in where you feel like people are just gonna get offended by what you're gonna say but I mean no I mean and I know people are gonna get offended I'm not like trying to be like I, don't, I hope nobody gets it. I know, like if we were a bigger show and I would be saying this shit, I know people would be, you know, would be getting some messages. Luckily, right. we're still a little small show, and even though this is still on the internet, it could still be used. I don't, I don't give a fuck. But at the same, like I honestly feel, I, I feel bad sometimes just for my own sake. I'd be feeling like, ah, oh, fuck. Like, cause I don't, I don't know the situation, but the whole Amy Schumer thing, you know, she was a joke stealer and I was watching, I literally watched the fucking hour long video kind of exposing her. Well, not kind of like basically exposing her. And, um, and they were talking about how a lot of comedians were scared and the one that was scared that surprised or this guy in particular I was watching was Joe Rogan. Now Joe Rogan has a history you know, obviously, maybe we all know, maybe we don't. But if if you don't know, Joe Rogan was exposed Carlos Mencia and basically killed that motherfucker's career, killed it, ended his fucking career because he exposed them for being a joke stealer. Now, fast forward a couple of years later, you got Amy Schumer with ample evidence. I mean, you look at the you look at the comparisons of you oh, know, and it's words not like she even trying to switch it up or <laughs> exactly that. exactly and then they had the inter- they he chose the interview with joe or not even the interview well, he did do an interview with her but he didn't even attack her about that at all or may i think he might have questioned her but he was talking to somebody else about it and he's like no i don't think i don't oh he was talking to fucking uh oh this was so crazy he was talking about he he asked hannibal burrs Hannibal Burris is the <laughs> other one that exposed Bill Cosby. Uh-huh. And both and the guy points it out in the video. He's like, it's crazy how these two guys that have exposed other people before tiptoe around the situation. And it just shows a clip of Joe Rogan being like, what do you think about the Amy Schumer thing? And both of them literally fucking Hannibal Burris starts coming up with some random ass shit. He's over here like, oh, well. And then Joe is like, yeah, I don't think she, and I'm looking at it, you know, along with the, whoever the guy was on YouTube, the video, and he's basically taking the words out of my mouth. He's like, isn't it, isn't it fucking crazy? These two guys that exposed people before are tiptoeing about the situation, even though the, the fucking, the information is clear. Like it's just so fucking clear how she took these jokes and then like you said she didn't even change the fucking she didn't even change the script she just said a word uh what's it called verbatim she just said it word by word but the, i think the reason she was training because she's going to be hosting the oscars or some shit 
The Gram? No, not the Grammys. Probably the Oscars. Oscars, I think. Probably the Oscars. I don't think she's a bad person, but that definitely soured me on her when I found out that she's not an original fucking joke teller. It's like, all right. Well, uh, uh, they, she line. was the one. She was the one that complained whenever she found out how much Dave Chappelle and um who else? Uh, what's the other comedian that got paid some good ass money along with Dave Chappelle? Uh, Bill Burr, I think. Yeah, Bill, Bill Burr, Burr. Dave Chappelle. She's the one that complained, and she's the one that uh, what's her name brings up Monique? because she she complained, and she got the money, and then Monique is like, I complained, and I didn't get shit. Right, but she's the original. Other people's jokes and shit. Uh, yeah, that's true. So, and Netflix, you know, Netflix and media was like, "All right, I'll pay you what you, you know." And then there, he was talking about how that that special that she dropped, uh, got so many bad reviews that people think they you know, changed the they changed the rating said, system. Yeah, because of her. they they took off the rating system. Yeah. Was it? Is it? I mean, people say that, but I don't like. Is it? Was it really because of? Her? I don't know if it was because of her, but I know after that came out, they did change it to where it was. It was just like a, yeah, it was no, just like no, a percentage right. thing, or it was like, oh, we recommend this to you, but it wasn't like, yeah. oh, you could. It wasn't like a rating, like you could rate this no more. I swear to God, you used to could rate the shit on there. Oh yeah, you used to give it stars. You know, you yeah, would see what exactly. the fuck was the good shit. And so they it changed it changed after that. Now, I don't know if it was directly because of her, but it it oddly happened after the special came out. Yeah, maybe it was so a number was, of things, in, including that, but that probably was true. one of the main factors. Yeah, that probably pushed the you know it pushed it a little bit over. It broke you know the straw that broke the camel's back. They were probably like, okay, fuck it, let's let's take this fucking rating shit off because because it's making us look like we're making bad decisions by the <laughs> exactly. by the probably by the board the board of directors or whoever's um the investors and shit and they're like well y'all put money behind shit like this that are getting bad ratings like all right mm, you're right because i feel like that's why youtube did the same shit too because they're like hey our sponsors you know they're looking at these pushing and they're not that good let's just because, you know, YouTube took their dislike. They or the shit that they were function. pushing. I'm pretty sure they exactly. still have dislike. Because Call of Duty is always getting the worst fucking liked video of all time. Well, they, they, they still have the dislike function. It just doesn't tell you how many dislikes it has right. anymore. Exactly. And I think that, I think with YouTube, is more of they didn't like who people were, like, who people would fucking upvote and shit like that. Oh, they don't true, like the yeah. shit that people would upvote and the shit that people would download. It's like, well... This is like something we we're putting equity behind. That's why they stopped. I feel like that's why they stopped doing the um. They used to have, they did like YouTube originals for a minute, and then they just stopped doing it. Oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah. They're like, fuck this. Too much money. People don't like this shit. Uh, what's funny to me is that PewDiePie. You know, he, he, love him or hate him. I, I'm 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 all right with him. I've seen some of his stuff. His older stuff, I used to be annoyed by. Uh, his newer stuff is okay. He's calmed down a lot, but well, he still, you know, he still keeps up that energy. But he's a little older, so he, you know, he has some pretty good takes on a couple of things. Even though he ran into that issue that he had, um, twenty nineteen, I think, with his dumbass playing fucking PUBG. But it's funny because YouTube seems to like hate him, and it's kind of like what you said. People, the, the his his people or his fans used to upvote the fuck out of him and he had one video where it was almost 
voted by a hundred percent like everybody was voting it just to because he was trying to prove something about youtube he was basically saying he was shadow banned on youtube so people were um upvoting his shit nobody was this you know you had a couple that were disliking right but he was trying to see like how much do they actually hate him and they hate the fuck out of him because <laughs> he got like the most upvoted fucking video but they still wouldn't put that video up at all anywhere and not even mention him. And he doesn't know why the fuck they hate him, but he don't give a fuck at the same time because he, yeah, he got money, bro. It's the same thing yeah. I feel like with Dr. Disrespect. He recently got his um band got reinstated from Twitch, but he was oh, like, I'm not returning right. to Twitch. Yeah. Well, I don't think he can because he's got that fucking YouTube contract. I think he said that to sound cool, but he I don't think he he honestly can because I think he does have a YouTube contract right now. Okay. Cause I'm pretty sure he would go back. Just to, just to get some money out, because if he goes back, it's gonna be a badass event, and Twitch might pay because they reinstated him. They'll probably give him a lot of money to come back just to bring in a big crowd. Yep, you're 100 right. 100% Money's right. a motivator. As much Definitely. as you know, once you get to that point, as much as I mean, but at that point, at that point, I mean, I feel like he, like once again, he has a lot of. I feel like Doctor Disrespect, he ain't hurting for money, so it's like maybe he did stand in on his integrity in a way. He's like, well, y'all banned me, so fuck y'all. Yeah, y'all lost you're right. me. You're right. You might be. Right, yeah. yeah, he might be yeah, exactly. You're, you're probably right. He might actually be motivated by, you know, what he actually wants to do and not the money, because he probably he could go back and. Twitch would probably be like, man, we'll give you a hot ass contract. But yeah, he's right. probably like, nah, fuck this. But I guess only time will tell. Maybe after that YouTube contract is up, he'll be like, all right, I'm returning everywhere. I'm returning to Twitch. And yeah. I'll, my videos will come up on YouTube and shit. But yeah, who knows, man? But um, I just seen that fucking Scott Hall had, um, he's on life support. Oh, shit. Yeah, he had three heart attacks. Damn. Three heart attacks, and that's fucking crazy. So, if y'all don't know who Scott Hall is, legendary fucking WWF wrestler, WCW wrestler, he was in NWO. He had one of the hottest ladder matches with Shawn Michaels. They put ladder matches on the map. And yeah, he's probably my one of my favorite wrestlers. Like, I love his theme song. He had the fucking, his gimmick was corny as fuck as, um, what was it? Razor Ramon. Razor Ramon. You think it was corny? That shit was super smooth. Every time I see that shit, I'm like, this is smooth as I mean, I just feel like he's like putting on that. He's putting on that accent and shit. It's like, all right. That guy, that fucking, uh, what's his name? Uh, hey, that fucking, <laughs> oh, what the fuck is his name? I don't know, man, but he, he's definitely putting on like a, I don't know if that's culture appropriation or not. Like, is he a Latin person? Super is Italian or some shit, right? It, was it Italian or was it like fucking, I feel like he was trying oh, to talk Fonzie, like Scarface, Fonzie. bro. Oh, for real, like Cuban, huh? Like yeah. Cuban. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. Was... He's calling people Chico and yeah. <laughs> but he played it off so good, bro. I feel like even the Cubans would be like, "Fuck it, we'll take it." So I don't know, but definitely, like I say, shout out to Sky Hall and thoughts and prayers. Also, fucking Big E, the another wrestler. Oh, he got a he broke his injury. fucking neck. He broke his yeah. neck. Yeah, somebody fucking suplexed him and he landed directly on his neck. But luckily, he's all right. He's he's able to move his fingers and shit and his toes and so that's good. But gotta respect these wrestlers, man. As somebody asked yeah. me, um, I had my homegirl. She came over and she was like, "Why do you still like to watch it?" I'm like, "Because I just respect what they do. Like, it's not easy to do this yeah. shit. I get it. It looks easy, but there's a 
there has to you have to know what the fuck you're doing to put on to be able to put on um to make the shit look as good as it look like i get it sometimes the shit looks sloppy sometimes they botch sometimes it look like they're just play yeah. wrestling they're not hitting each other but i was like if i slam you right here on this fucking floor <laughs> you're gonna be hurt and not only that but the they're putting in so much work bro like they they have a match on uh on monday that doesn't mean that that's the only day they fucking work they did some house matches they traveled they did oh, yeah they travel they're fucking so rolling course. circus yeah, of course they're gonna be fucking sloppy every now and then because you're not getting your attic traveling so fucking much, jet lag and shit. It takes a lot to do what they do. They have to be like in the top shapes of the life. Some of these dudes do like hour long Broadway matches, and that shit. I don't think it's fucking easy to do that. You gotta yeah. have stamina to do that shit. So that's why I fell out for Joe Rogan because I used to, um, you know, I was listening to him so much watching those videos and it, I know it doesn't take away from what he said even though he has been getting into a lot of heat for the shit that he is saying but at the same time because of that it kind of opened you know it opened up my eyes to kind of not trusting him but you know he 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 had previously talked about wrestling and how you know he basically was shitting on wrestling and how everything was fake even down to the concussions and some of the injuries yes but they the only reason they would fake it, an injury is to to get them to get out and so they have surgery on something that was already they needed surgery on true, true. that's the only reason yeah. like that recently happened with bobby lashley he got hurt at the royal rumble fighting brock lesnar so he needed to get shoulder surgery so they did do like an angle in one of the matches where they're in elimination chamber one of the pods fell on him and then they mm. stretched him out and he's got like he had to actually get surgery though from the injury before, like a couple right. months before. So and that's that's what's crazy. Like they, that's how dedicated these wrestlers are. They're in pain, you know. If you have to go to surgery to get something fixed, that means you're in fucking pain, and you're still like, fuck it. I'll still, I'll give you that one more yeah, match. Come on, fight through the pain. They'll fight through the fuck. injury and finish the match with a fucking like Triple H has done that shit. I'm pretty sure the oh, Stone Cold has done that shit. Yeah, bro. Oh. Oh, Stone Cold did it with the fucking broken neck. Like, Kurt Angle with the broken freaking neck. Yeah, bro. So you got to give these dudes some fucking, some type of credit, bro. Y'all can't just sit here and discredit wrestlers. I get it. It's scripted, but. Yeah. Like, you can't discredit the the injuries, bro. You got to just respect, put some respect on it. That's all I'm asking. Oh, yeah. But if you do, like Joe Rogan, if you do. Then also don't be scared to call them out in front of their face. Yeah, or yeah, have a discourse in front of them. Yeah. But he did. He tiptoed around everything, you know. Undertaker. Oh my God, that sounds painful. But if whenever Undertaker wasn't there, he's just fake. You should have told him right there where he was there. You should have been like, "Hey, I think it's fake, Taker." But it just made him seem like you know. And I don't want to say Joe Joe Rogan was scared. Maybe he was trying to respect the guy. But it's like, bro, come on. Acknowledge that you said this before, and if you changed your uh, stance, then just say like, "Oh, you know what? You changed my mind, Taker." But back then, I didn't believe it, but now I see. But he yeah. just completely ignored that he used to say that, which means that at any moment he could probably go back to saying the same thing again. I'm pretty sure he will. I feel like Joe Rogan. Yeah. For that, that's why I start watching. I feel like he is a flip flopper. <laughs> like a motherfucker. He would say one thing, then say something else, and then somebody else come on the podcast. He say something with with them, and then somebody else come on. He's like, "Oh yeah, that." Said, right, <laughs> Just take a stance, bro. Just pick one. 
But I don't know. Maybe we we're gonna turn it to the we're gonna have a Joe Rogan hate a thon one day. The anti Joe Rogan show. Hell yeah. <laughs> but yeah, man, I think um you got any closing thoughts? Um Oh, I, I did want to end it on something that I kind of read up on. But uh, you, do you wanna? You got some final, final? You wanna final, say something final? Like something? I mean, the only thing I'm gonna say is, yeah, just be careful out there. Of, like I say, just the whole um falsifying information from Jesse Simulet to the Chris Brown thing to the, just all that shit. Just we gotta be better people. That's all. Maybe I always say that. Maybe I'm not the best person either, but I don't feel like I'll ever do some shit like that. Mm. So be better than that. That's all. Okay. So I'm a, I'm gonna do some. Maybe this will become a re- reoccurring segment. Um, but I got I got this uh, information or I got this idea. <laughs> From online, sorry. I got this idea from online. Uh, you know, I'm just basically looking up, not necessarily like what what to do better with the podcast. I feel like we're doing a pretty good job. Obviously, we got shit that we can work on, but I think that'll come with time. But um, one of the ideas was just ending the podcast on an inspirational quote. So go. we'll see. We'll see how that that works. So I got. I guess I'll just read this one because this one seems pretty fitting for what we, you know, kind of what we were talking about today. Uh And it's by Oscar Wilde. Unfortunately, I don't know who that is, but shout out to Oscar Wilde. Uh, And they say, quote, be yourself. Everyone else is already taken. I like that. So, yeah, be yourself. Everyone else is already taken. Just be you. There's something unique about being you because everybody else is already taken. No, I definitely fuck with that heavy. Like, we we definitely all should practice just being originally ourselves. Like, there's no reason. I mean, I don't know. Maybe I'm, I, I hate sounding like I'm fucking preachy, preachy, but like you said, <laughs> just be yourself, bro. Like, yeah. I feel like the uniqueness in people is the thing that attracts us to people. So, yeah. And that's why I want to, that's why I want to speak. Even when it feels like maybe I'm being insensitive, they don't want to say it because in a sense, it's me being myself and that doesn't mean I'm perfect. It's just me putting myself out there and being vulnerable and, and, you know, letting myself be critiqued because if I fake who I am and nobody ever tells me anything about it, then I'm never going to change. I'm going to just be that fake person. But if I'm real with y'all, somebody can come in here and, be like, hey, you know what? What you said was fucked up because X, Y, Z. That's what's gonna help me change, and that's what's gonna help me see things in a different light. So that's why I like to talk about it, even if it sounds insensitive, even if it doesn't make sense. Because I know that y'all are probably gonna call me out on it if I said something wrong. Hell yeah! Sounds good. We definitely that. can keep that keep that going. Keep the quotes coming in every week. We got that. We're going to do that. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, I mean, again, appreciate everybody listening. Um, No Alex this week, but definitely tune in next week. Maybe he comes back. Maybe he doesn't. Who knows? It's up to y'all. 
y'all listen next week and see if he comes back. If he comes back, I'm pretty sure he's got a whole bunch of stories. If he doesn't, oh, yeah. well, we'll see. We'll see next week. We'll keep y'all on the cliffhanger. We gonna see. But yeah, appreciate y'all listening to another episode of State of Obscurity. And we will see you guys again next week. Peace. Peace out.